Yo, what's good, y'all? My name is Chris Shreve, a.k.a. C. Shreve, the professor. Welcome to a new episode of Who Needs a Classroom podcast. I've been a little inconsistent lately. Uh, sometimes life happens. I'm sure y'all can relate amidst coronavirus's madness. Um, it makes our life sometimes tumultuous. So uh, I haven't been on my weekly schedule. I'm going to try to get back onto that Um from here forward, we'll see if I can kind of make up some ground. Uh, but today I want to talk about, uh, as I'm going to term it, the gray area. And what I mean by the gray area is uh, kind of specifically in this case for my indie musicians, for my folks who are considering having events or performances, those type of folks. Um, the grayness comes from when will it be safe to do shows again? When will it be safe to tour again? I've had several friends hit me up and say, hey, what are you thinking about this right now? What are your plans? And um, oh, I have to say, as an aside, I just got my vaccine today. I got my first shot. I got the Moderna vaccine. I get it again, my second shot in like 28 days. So then I'll be vaccinated. So I'm stoked on that one. But even if at that point I'm vaccinated, right? So then it doesn't mean I can just go tour because the the uh, the data is not in yet on can I, you know, transmit the virus from one person to another person? Yeah, maybe I have 95% like success survival rate, sorry. Um, but then can I spread it? We don't know the data on that. So I'm supposed to keep wearing a mask, keep following the same recommendations, but I have the vaccine. So it's, you know, that people are going to ha have this false sense of security where we might be passing it to those who are unvaccinated. And then, so you might be just as dangerous for a vector as you were, you know, for grandma before. So we don't want to have this false sense of confidence. So the gray area comes from, you know, again, when will it be safe? And so where are we at right now? The current stats are, you know, we're headed towards 540,000 deaths, right? And a lot of folks say that's probably a low estimate because there's many deaths, you know, that might get chalked up to cardiac arrest or a stroke or something that, you know, how, was that stroke preceded by, you know, something related to coronavirus, uh, sometimes it might fall into a different category. And so there's probably some other numbers that might bump that thing up, you know, easily above 600,000. And if that happens, then you're headed towards like civil war numbers. So when folks, you know, change the world and America's outlook on it for 9-11, when folks, you know, reference Pearl Harbor, when these amazing, these like, you know, these catastrophic American events, well, that happens like every day in America now. You know, there's th that shipload of people die every day in America. So this is not a game at all. And so when I'm talking to my indie music artists, there's not really a gray area here. You should not be going and throwing events. You should not be going on tour. You should not be doing things that put other folks at risk. And I'm going to come kind of break that down to you here, you know, in this podcast, because I've seen it going on. I've seen folks ho hosting shows, throwing shows, you know, attempting to claim that they are like, you know, compliant. That's what that was the funny new one was somebody said they were compliant with regulations. I was like, who gives a like, who cares? Like some of these folks, like the politicians that are making these decisions don't know about health. They're not health motivated. Like North Carolina was pretty solid. I felt like until the election. And then I felt like it was really kind of geared towards getting the schools back open, quote unquote, so that, you know, so a person could get reelected, you know, and so that type of thing will happen, of course. But when you look at there being, you know, 30 million cases 
in the U.S. I mean, when you look at, um, you know, things are just kind of flabbergasting <laughs> when you imagine trying a tour. Like, so if you were going to tour, so if you're going to do a show, have you asked yourself, like, let's say you're vaccinated, right? So you get vaccinated. So you're kind of imagining, okay, I'm not getting people sick from the stage at least. And then what if I, you know, ha- require people to have the vaccine there? How, how are you going to enforce that? How would you require that? Um, you know, how can you make it safe for your audience? How can you make it safe for yourself? So you have to ask yourself that. If you're going to host a show, what are you doing to create a more safe space for you, for your, for your patrons? Um, so this is the gray area, I think, where artists want to get back out there and do shows, but what we do is kind of inherently this last thing, you know, right? It's recreation or, or, you know, um, folks having fun or, or kind of partying. That's not really going to be prioritized, but that's what the environment of a show is, is at a bar where people are drinking and being merry and socializing. And it's so the new normal of, of the masks of social distancing kind of threatens to throw that on its head. If you're doing a show, are these low capacity shows even worth it to you? In my mind, I don't think they are. I don't think going to do shows, even though I'm well aware plenty of my indie rap shows were probably half capacity anyway. <laughs> so, you know, if it's 50 people in a 150 person, person capacity venue, uh, is that a big deal? If it's like that, who cares? I mean, so I, I kind of get where some folks might go that route in their thinking, but I, I just don't think so. I think... And I present my case now. So my gut reaction is you shouldn't be touring, you shouldn't be doing shows. But I'll explain to you why I've thought it through more. So the uncertainty. Like, what happens if your town experiences more of an outbreak? Or if you do a tour route and the city that was doing fine then has this outbreak? So that uncertainty factor there. Are you going to have to deal with that? And, And then all of a sudden, all this promotion, all this planning, you have to, you know just do an audible or just cancel or that's never fun. So there's an uncertainty here that could happen locally or anywhere on the road. Is that type of thing going to, you know, kind of all of a sudden, you know, somebody hosts a show and then something happens where a bunch of people kind of get sick and it gets traced to that show. And then all of a sudden the venue's like, Nope, we're not doing that. Are you able to scramble? So uncertainty exists artists. So I'm, I'm really talking a lot in this pod, this particular podcast to my indie artist friends. I want y'all to understand um, I saw the NC State Cipher, which I have heavy ties to, decide to put their thing on Zoom every Monday night, their thing. I mean, they're the Cipher. Instead of the, having the Cipher in person, they're putting it on Zoom every Monday, and I really applaud that. That's a beautiful thing because people shouldn't be out there literally spitting on each other, yeah, yeah, just like killing rhymes at each other and just spewing potential infectious disease like Vector. I'm a public health guy, so Vector's crisscrossing all over the place in the Cipher does not make sense right now. So um, the cipher is full of uncertainty. So I was talking about uncertainty. When you're planning a show, you want more certainty. You want to know that folks are going to come see this guy. These folks are going to come see this guy. If you're planning a show, you don't want that uncertainty. You're trying to secure a good turnout. It's going to be difficult, even though I guess you would, if you're trying to do a show somewhere in the next few months, you're probably going to be aiming for like half attendance. But still, people aren't going to, I don't know. I know at some point, at some point people will be absolutely just chomping at the bit to get out there and do shows again. Or, I mean, and people, the audience, to go to shows. 
And then, of course, the rappers always want to go to do shows. So there's this gray area for a lot of my folks who are, you know, empathetic and have good hearts. They say, when, you know, thinking, when should I go do a show? So ask yourself about how can you, you know, secure some of that uncertainty. I've looked at, like, um, you know, the maps and seen, you know, certain regions have less than others. So I look up at, you know, uh, my good friend Jarv uh, in Vermont. Vermont looks like a state compared to the others that's had much better prevalence and much better numbers. And so I'm like, could I pull off going up there and, you know, maybe just get gas a time or two and then just get up there? You know, and does that make sense at any point? And if I haven't done shows at, you know, at some point for two, three years, maybe it does make sense. I hope that doesn't happen. But... I would only do that if it was cert if there was more certainty up there, if it made sense and I could know that we were at these these shows that were somehow, I don't know, that somehow made sense. And I don't think they're going to make sense right now. I think that uncertainty creates difficulty because I can't just go to Windsor uh, Station and pack it out like we used to and or, and or like Charlie O's and pack it out because next thing you know, it's too packed out and that's not really good for what we're trying to do. Um, one of the, the numbers I saw, I think it was like 113, is 113 or 131 uh, million people have been vaccinated in the U.S. So, uh, again, I got vaccinated today, and I'm stoked about it. So, uh, well, no, I, get, I have to get another one in, in four weeks, but then I'll be fully vaccinated on my second shot. But, you know, maybe you, you probably will see festivals and things that are kind of trying to get back to quote-unquote normal and that's the gray area for artists. Are you going to try to go do festivals? Are you going to try to go do shows? Are you going to try to do outdoor performances this summer? You know, because so the tricky thing here is the spring right now and the summer set up the fall, right? So even though numbers are kind of trending the right way, I think for deaths and for cases, if we get lax and go out there and let people have spring break and just go wild and interact, I saw something about Florida was you know, kind of almost overbooked in several cities. Like they they know people want to come down there and kind of use their lax point of view to have, you know, kind of that normalcy on the beaches. And they're not really with it, but they that's really also kind of what they promote. So in terms of like the, I don't know, their own version of kind of the rugged Midwest, rugged Western don't mess with me attitude. Um, anyways, so I said uncertainty. Other one I would say why other reason you you shouldn't do shows is variability regionally. So Vermont might have this real low rate, but then Florida might be the opposite. And then I think I saw on a map recently North Carolina had from some variable that was measured. I can't remember if it was cases or deaths or um, per capita, whatever it was uh, specifically. But Virginia and North Carolina, even though they're right next to each other, were very very different, and that happens sometimes. So. Um, when you look at how you were booking your tour, are you taking that into account? So I'm, I'm kind of really like looking at the artist, like this is on you. If you're going to create a tour or shows or a space where people are going to come and enjoy this beautiful thing that is music and that is a live experience with the audience and a performer, please make sure it's, you know, done professionally appropriately. You know, we want to get on there and yell at people for, or for in the rap community for rapping over their vocals or for not being dope enough or, you know, this this, this uh, standard, this bar that must be, you know, um, gotten over. But safety at shows is, is, a, is a bar, a pretty low one. Can, like, can women feel safe at your show? That was always one I was harping on, is we shouldn't have an environment in which any predatory behavior is acceptable for um, anybody at the show. And so... When you look at this, we might be getting people sick with a deadly disease. We literally have a plague that's killed over a half a million people in the U.S. Come on now. 
we're not going to mess around and make it unsafe for people. So the variability regionally, I think, would contribute. You know, maybe I could do a show or two up in, in Vermont and go like do some mountain biking or like create this weird tour, but maybe I have to skip some other places. I don't know if that makes sense or not. I guess, you know, we'll see. But for me right now, it just does not feel worth it. Um, traveling and getting on the road and then being in hotels or attempting to kind of, you know, just island hop from couch to couch, so to speak. It's just the fact that we don't know the data yet on even once I get the second shot and I'm fully vaccinated and I've, it's fully, you know, I've waited like my two weeks after that and I've done everything, you know, if a family friend has an infant, do I feel confident I can go be around that child? Like, I think there's going to be this gray area and, and that's where I think that it's bigger than music. But at what point are we comfortable hanging out again in movie theaters with our loved ones at Thanksgiving dinner, whatever it might be? And that uncertainty and that variability is going to play into that. So I'm going to do a, some new episodes coming up on uh, biostatistics and some of the basics of that. It's a class I taught for over a decade. And so I want to talk about variability, uncertainty, things that are involved in the public health sphere and in kind of the, the understanding of the numbers that are all around us. That's what biostats is all about. So um, I think if you're doing shows right now, not to be judgmental of you, I was actually really hesitant to do this episode because I didn't want to be up on my high horse and, you know, I, I'm, I am the, I mean, I am the guy trying to be a full-time independent artist right now. I'm leaning on my wife and, and some unemployment right now, basically because there's pandemic unemployment available and I'm supposed to be a full-time rapper and there's no venues available so I can get unemployment right now. So I feel fortunate that I have, you know, a wife I can lean on her income. I have ways that I can create my own normal. So I don't want to be up in an ivory tower trying to judge folks for trying to want to get back on their road and, and create opportunities and get back to what we used to do in, in, in the independent music circuit, so to speak. But right now, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to attempt venues indoors, outdoors, even if it's like an indoor, outdoor, outdoor venue they're going to come towards the stage. Y'all know that. They're going to end up in the... Like, the reason it doesn't work for me is that your optimal circumstance is going gonna, is gonna to be counterintuitive. Like, you're going to want them to come to you and crowd around and make, like, a funk jam night, but that's not safe. So, like, optimal, what's going to feel good. So, unless you have a plan in place that creates this kind of optimal interaction, it's going to feel very counterintuitive. And maybe some folks do have the right formula to create a live experience. And I'm sure it exists. I, I saw some folks do some comedy events um, that I think were, you know, appropriately, quote unquote, social distanced. But I really don't hope my indie artist friends aren't out here doing that, quote unquote, this is a safe event and socially distanced and da da da. And it's not. Like, I know it's fun. I love a packed out Timo's house show or a Deep South show or these shows like that. Again, those two venues don't exist anymore. I don't think I've talked about those, but. There's venues that are underground and grimy and we're just like, you know, elbow to elbow and just like loving music together. But that's not safe right now. It will be, I think, in, you know, three to four or five years, but and maybe next year. But until like there's more and more in all of us to have this herd immunity, there's 200 million people, 250 a million people vaccinated. It's just not going to be safe for a while. So right now it's not worth it. I mean, these are going to be half 
shows, right? You can't have full attendance. And then even then, it's not going to be pro- appropriate user experience. So for artists, what am I doing? What should I do? I think you should be doing is focused on your craft. I understand there's difficulty there. I've, I think the way that I created my craft was very much like a stand-up comedian, like developing a set. I would go out there and do a different set almost every night. And it would be slightly different. Not again, not crazy different, but always trying different things like what's a better opener what's a better closer what's how's this transition to this like working on the set every night on the road and then eventually of course find some things that work and then just work on those better and better and that's the set you develop and now that's gone right um i've caught myself almost i think slipping like i'm not ready to just kill it like i used to be like as a you know hired assassin gun rapper like, I want to be back there, but right now I know I'm not going out there to do it. There's no shows that I'm going to be able to do right now. So I've been trying to create, like, create this different space, like make beats and be creative and do a different way of kind of of being, of taking advantage of what I do have. And it's time at home. I created a studio in my house a long time ago. I've invested in it more um, and with my time in it more and learned how to make beats with different drum machines. And so... That, for me, secures some of that uncertainty, changes some of the variability. I can be in home and make all these albums so that when it does open up, when there is more certain out there, I can roll out album after album, single after single. Um, I'm not even there yet, but I'm imagining it that that's where I need to put my time and space is towards something more certain, like creating these pieces of art that I can then roll out. So I understand. Again, my art is like that stand-up comedian style. That's how I create my set. And so I get it. It's very difficult, and I want to be back out there. And I understand the the need and the drive and the, the, the things that pull you back towards the stage. But it's not safe right now. It's just not safe. The deaths. Look at the deaths. What may, you know, it's not. I know folks whose grandmothers have died. I know folks who have lost eight and nine family members to this. It's not playing around. So it's a bit selfish to attempt to roll an album out with a with a full tour behind it and all these release shows. That would be ridiculous right now. Don't do that. Roll out your, I, I threw an album. I kind of threw it out there as like an album. I almost did, did it more underground style and did less promotion than normal because I just kind of wanted the music to speak for itself, even though that I think it almost felt lazy to do that, but it is what it is. Anyways, I feel like if I would have run out there and try to go to Atlanta and try to go to do some shows, I probably could have pulled off some shows and just like capped it at 50 in a bigger venue and try to like bend some rules. You probably could pull it off, but that doesn't make sense. And, and yeah, maybe that was an easier call for me back in December in the midst of this, but in this gray area coming up as spring break is hitting right now, folks want to get out there and be wild as folks need entertainment or think, call you up and like, Hey, yo, I want come do this show. Don't be a part of that. Don't be a part of like 20 people ending up with Corona because they came to a show and just wilded it out because they were dying to have a good time because it was spring break or whatever, you know, right now is the time to focus on your craft and all your art and create, you know, pieces that will speak for you and will work when things finally, I don't know, make sense. You can release things now too, but I think it's some stockpiling and some creating projects and some some work that when things make more sense, you can come out swinging. That's kind of where I'm at with it. And so, I don't know. Right now, to me, it does not feel gray. That's why one of the like kind of conclusions I wanted to come to on this uh, podcast was it's not gray for me right now. It's not safe. It doesn't make sense. In a month when I get this second shot, it's not going to make sense to me. I'm not going to come 
and start just killing shows, even if they're outdoors, even if at, at some point when I like, you know, if say a series, say this outdoor summer series is like, okay, we've been doing shows, they're safe. And they offer it to me, I'll probably turn it down at first, but tell them I, I graciously thank you. I'll consider it for maybe the last one in August and I'll, and I'll check them out, like watch their IG feed, feed and see like what their venues, you know, what their story looks like during, um, you know, when there's a show at the venue and kind of, or at the, wherever it's at in their series. And so I'll check it out, but I'm not going to start doing shows and just going wild until I find events I feel certain about. So right now I think it's very, very selfish to try to be on the front side of this curve and try to be the first rappers out there. And I know how rapping shit is. I know, I know we always want to be, you know, everybody wants to like just be the timeliness is important in, in hip hop. And so being the person who can capitalize off a moment or a change of wind or whatever it might be is important. But I think right now the time is to like sharpen that blade to focus on your craft. Um, when you know you feel compelled maybe to go somewhere this spring break or this summer be safe about it this is what sets up the fall so right now this spring break coming up and the summer stuff coming up when you're compelled to go to the beach or to go out to some club or you know like oh man south carolina they're throwing shows let's go down there and do a show when you do that type of thing remember that sets up the fall it sets up can this next school year be anything close to normal if not, oh, this is going to be on and on and on. So the spring right now sets up, you know, rappers know this stuff. Like if you want to release an album sometime coming up, you got to set it up with the drop down and then the video and, you know, time it all up. So if we want to have America back to normal, we have to somehow be smart. Even though the rates are going the right way, you know, maybe cases and deaths are going the right way. Don't be the reason they bump back up right now. Don't go to the grocery store and just in the interest of your time, just follow none of the rules or none of the, like, oh man, I forgot my mask. Oh man, I'm going down the wrong aisle. Oh man, oh, I'll get her quick. Don't be in here like that. Come on now. We all see that. So be smart. Uh, follow your rules. Like even in six weeks when I've had the second shot and I'm like two weeks out, I'm still going to be wearing a mask. I'm still going to be social distancing. My, my like behavior with my son will be very similar. He won't have the vaccine yet. So I'm not going to be wilding out and like, making sure I'm in harm's way and then coming home to take care of him. That makes no sense. He's like the main priority right now. I mean, that's really what I do every day. And so even though I think probably I'll probably be home with him again in the fall, because I think they'll probably have the Watauga Virtual Academy going again. Um, they're allowing folks, the kids to get online if they want to choose to, which I think is amazing in my school district. But, um, and I take that as a privilege. I, I'm, I, I'm very, very thankful for that. But, I do eventually want my son to get back in school and have it make sense. And so if we keep fucking this up every spring and fall and, you know, or fall and summer or <laughs> spring and summer, then the fall is going to get messed up. This could happen multiple times, right? It won't shock me if America messes this up this fall. And then all of a sudden, oh man, falls rates are horrible. People start to go inside again. Like they do every fall because it's colder. Oh man. Why can't we have football season and basketball games indoors and like do the whole thing like and crowd each other around and be in bars and do shows? Why? Because y'all wildin', and it might happen another year. At some point, we'll get it right and we can start to have kind of more of a normal like fall, winter, spring, and get kind of getting that groove. The school year kind of I think is part of people's normal. So let's not fuck this up. 
there's no reason to fuck this up. Like spring break, do the home thing. Like uh, do the the home staycation type thing. You know, at some point you can go to the beach, find the right thing. Don't go to the packed place. Find the little, you know, off the beaten trail type thing. Find a way to get. I know you need to get away. I, rappers, I understand you need to rap. I understand this, but find a better way to use that energy than to go out here and and throw your weak ass rap show. I'm speaking like myself in the third person if I was doing it. Like your weak ass rap show for you know not that many people and then pretend you did a good thing, but really you didn't, and then you're actually setting a precedent of danger for young folks and for all the folks around here, like, man, I should be doing shows too. Look, he did one. Nah. Set the tone of let's all when it's time have immaculate rollouts of EPs and LPs and, you know, perfect uh, show series and, like, be on your P's and Q's. You can do that right now. It's the first time we've finally had time. Like, I get that, you know, a lot of us really loved the routine of a stand-up comedian and of every show kind of like, okay, I need to, they like this one better. I'm going to put that one in this spot in the lineup and really tweaking our lineup of our songs every single night. I get it how that was really fun, but right now we don't have that. So, you know, get in your lab, so to speak. I mean, you know, rap in the house. Like, do the set. Do the full set. Record the full set. Do your, like, film if you need to. But find a way to channel your energy to something productive. And I really don't feel like the shows are the productive thing right now. So I don't think the gray area is that gray. I think it's an eh. You should not be doing doing um, the show thing right now. So... Not to be all judgy, I hesitated on doing this episode for a while because I didn't want to be Mr. Judger and be like, hey, you guys stop doing shows over there. But it ain't the time to be doing shows. I understand the difficulty. We're all all struggling. If somehow you get the right formula, the right sauce, let, you know, spread it with your with your folks. Here's the how you can do a show that it works, that is safe. I haven't seen anything that makes sense to me where folks can replicate a live music experience where it's like, oh man, we really, we really got it. This is the new modern thing. Nah, chill out, make like six mixtapes. When it's time to come out, come out swinging with a full drought three, you know, give it to us, but chill out for a second with uh, the tours and all the running around and trying to put people at risk. It doesn't make any sense. So it is not a gray area from where I'm sitting. But again, I understand that, other people sit in different places. So I, again, I'm not trying to really judge you and say, oh man, he's doing shows, he's a bad guy. But if you figure out how to do shows in this safe way, share it with us. How, how do you, uh, what do y'all do? How do you check? You check people's vaccination cards at the door. You give them a discount. Like, oh, if you, if you got your vaccination cards, 50% off, like <laughs> what's your, what's your deal? They got to do a 40%, a hundred percent surcharge. If they don't have a vaccination card, you know, what's your, uh, what's your plan? What's your, what's your special sauce or how these shows are going to work? Anyways, I thank y'all for hanging out. Uh, look for the biostatistics episodes that's coming up. I'm going to teach y'all a little bit about um, stats from a, a health and public health point of view. So I hope y'all are well. I hope many of you are getting vaccinated out there. Uh, feel free to... Uh, Spread the good word to your fellow folks about how you didn't just get microchipped and you're not foaming at the mouth and you're not brainwashed and sending money to George Soros and <laughs> some QAnon bullshit about, you know, you just got a fucking polio vaccine for the 21st century. Uh, look that up, you history folks. Anyways, uh, thank y'all. Uh, who needs a classroom? I do. You do. We all do.
Peace, y'all.